2: Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Joe just alerting me to the fact that I gave half the text line. I was
4: gonna make you guess the last four numbers. <laughs> text line just keep dialing random patterns till you get it.
3: Four one five two nine five KFTC. So sorry about that. Uh, I'm going to get to the Ten canots this hour. I don't remember if I've read these before or not, or maybe we've done a segment on this in the past. I don't know. We've been it sounds doing this. vaguely
4: familiar, yeah. but it's been ages. It's
3: regularly attributed to Abraham Lincoln, and most people quote Lincoln as it, but it's not Lincoln originally. Like, a lot of things on the Internet are not actually Lincoln or Mark Twain. They were somebody else. But <laughs> yeah,
4: uh, My favorite thing meme is you got old Abe Lincoln, the classic portrait, and the caption under it is, Uh, remember Abraham Lincoln said, 80% of the stuff on the internet is fake. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, oh, we have a lot of good stuff to get to, including one of the founders of Wikipedia says it's beyond saving.
3: Oh, I want to hear that.
4: I use Wikipedia uh, very close to every day. uh, I would agree. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll get to that, the 10 canots, and all sorts of good stuff. Uh, Believe it or not, we're going to finish the week out strong. But first... A contemplative moment. Let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cal Clips of the
1: Week.
0: I want to thank
3: every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer, because
2: you guys paid for all this.
4: (laughs) So... It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among mammals. You do not know what you are talking about.
1: What you can do is put election infrastructure in there,
2: and then
3: a third goal. Sweden are taking Team USA apart. It was downright shocking. You can't call soccer, football, and you can't call
1: volleyball handball. Hello, those. You got a bombing coming. This is becoming a pandemic of the unvaccinated.
3: Please take COVID seriously. I can't
0: say it enough.
1: Chester Cheeto, he ain't got to worry about this type of shit. He, he he just get
0: on his motorcycle and he gone. I can't afford a motorcycle with, with the pay they give me up in here.
5: Two-year-old racist is just an absurd concept.
2: Trouble my own racial identity.
4: Hey dude you got any uh you got any d i'll be good for the cash man i can get it by the end of the week i just i'm really hurting i need some d <laughs> and
5: they started calling me sleepy tom
2: <laughs> <laughs> why would they
0: do that to me
5: there's <laughs> a man on the moon or whatever you know something or you know whether those aliens are here or not you know only bring that out if the zombies start to appear um and i don't
4: think they are Please remain calm and remain inside and safe. AOC claims to be a socialist. She's raised $75 million in the last three weeks and is funneling that to her friends and relatives. And here's the pitch. John D. Man,
3: John D. Man, John Dealerman.
4: The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again.
3: We were on a bush. and, and it came to me. We oh, should we should take it please, easy. Mark.
4: Please, please <laughs> stop doing that. <laughs> this is awfully Really weirding me out.
5: Yeah, we fancy like peas on a date night. Got that Burman
4: street stay with the Oreo shake. <laughs>
3: We fancy like is the name of that novelty song that they play on country uh, radio stations. We go to Wendy's. She's all over me. She wants to dip me like a french fry in a frosty.
4: Mm. Uh, Un- unnecessarily suggestive. It's
3: pretty funny. Um, I-, I can't believe that Jeff Bezos thought that he was going to get a positive reaction when he said, and all you Amazon customers paid for that. Everybody groaned universally around the world. Oh, screw you. <laughs>
4: Yeah, and the way he structured that sentence, it sounded like he was saying "And all Amazon employees paid for it, too. Yeah. Because I work you to death for, you know, not low, but fairly low wages. Yeah. Yeah, that came off poorly.
3: What are the Olympic events we're most likely to watch? We did the least likely to watch. Ping pong, sailing, rugby, canoeing, and badminton. I've never watched any of those. I think
4: Uh, I've probably watched all of them.
3: What's number one? I think for me, Summer Olympics in my life, Probably swimming. Well, I, 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 have never missed the hundred meter ever since I was seven years old. I don't think missed mm. the hundred meter, but that's one event. Doesn't take very long. Takes about nine seconds. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's always huge. And I don't know who's the fastest person in the world now. This is the first Olympics without, uh, what's his name in a long time? Usain Bolt. Long yeah. time without Usain Bolt. So I don't know. Does the United States have a chance to get back being the fastest uh, man in the world? Uh, anyway, swimming is the most watched, the most likely to watch is swimming. followed by. let me
4: uh, point out, if I might, uh, we got this great note from Kendra Norcal, who pointed out, we don't have Michael Phelps, but don't forget Katie Ledecky. She's easily the best female swimmer the sport's ever seen, Hmm. and she may throughout her career eclipse even the accomplishments of the great Michael Phelps, and she will be swimming for America this time of year. Did not know that. Or this this time again, I should say.
3: Uh, uh, gymnastics is second because that gets a lot of attention. Partially because we're really good at it and we, you know, sports that we're good at get more attention. Yeah. Um, and
4: partly because it's amazing to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I find it
3: full on entertaining. Then
4: we got the goat, the that, undisputed goat, Simone Biles. So that
3: one chick that got so much attention, remember, uh, was that pre? pandemic or pu- that would do the dance and then she'd do that thing where she falls down on her grundle and hits real hard on the mat and bounces back up i think she was with ucla that was oh, such yeah. a viral video is she on the team
4: do you know uh, i don't know that the grundle bouncer somebody looked that up <laughs> She's, what's, what is it with you i don't know her name for the third time today i must disavow this program i disavow
3: okay this headline just across it's weather uh, a typhoon is threatening to hit Tokyo in just a couple of days. Oh boy. A typhoon is headed toward Tokyo. Well, that. So you got you got 80 plus percent of the people in Japan don't want the Olympics. You got empty stadiums, you got lots of people with COVID, and you got a typhoon coming. This is not going to be this might end the Olympics. Wow. Mount Fuji erupts. Uh diving is the third most watched sport followed by beach volleyball,
4: which is just I don't I don't know why. I guess because Attractive young women in tiny bikinis. You can get that anywhere. And, and it's any a time good sport. Of yeah, but it's a great
3: sport too. But so's the indoor volleyball. And people don't yeah, watch Yeah, but they're not like wearing crazy. tiny
4: bikinis. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's both. Yeah. I'm just being honest. I, I think the, I like the team personally. I mean, just all aside, I like the team volleyball better than the two person volleyball. I think it's more interesting to watch. But I was watching them practice the other day, and we've. The reason I ran a 100-meter sprint in 12.9 seconds in the parking lot a couple of years back is we were on the conversation of um, what sport could you least embarrass yourself in. And and the 100-meter seems like it would be the easiest. I would be way behind, but I'd only be a couple of seconds behind, and I could finish. Where there are a whole bunch of other sports. I mean, like you put me on the rings and the gymnastics. I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to hang there until my hands get so tired I drop to the mat. Okay, I'm not doing anything. I might, I might swing my legs back and forth a little bit.
4: The balance beam. I would just walk back and forth, trying desperately to stay on.
3: I'm hanging from the rings, swinging my legs back and forth like a little kid a couple of times, and then I dropped. <laughs> Um. Yeah, a ton of sports like that. The thirty meter, I just wet myself, climb back down the uh the the The, oh, the dive. Yeah. yeah, I'm not doing the. Uh, I'm not jumping the ten meter, thirty feet. I'm not jumping from there. No. Um, but I, same with the the team volleyball. I was watching some of the practice. They're doing something different than you've done at your family picnic or in high school or your your local. You know, whatever. You're on a volleyball team. It's just astounding. Their serves. They start so far back in the gym for their serves. It's just a, ah, all I would do is be covering myself up when they serve <laughs> my direction, hoping it doesn't
4: oh. hit me right in the face. Oh, and when they spike it, are you kidding? And, and virtually every point is a spike.
3: I I don't see how you can even see the ball at all. It's all about setups and spikes. That's that's an amazing sport. Uh, basketball is the fifth most watched. And the rest of the top ten are um, boxing, track and field, baseball, and synchronized swimming. Boxing, when I was a kid, was guaranteed every weight class, every fight by everybody, because we were going to dominate, and it was a big deal. But boxing was more popular back then. Now, I won't probably
4: see a minute of boxing, which is weird. But Yeah, if it's on, I'll watch it, but I probably won't seek it out.
3: We're about to uh, have a new household name, I'm sure, by by Monday morning. There will be a household name that we can make reference to that everybody's heard of, comes out of every
4: Olympics. Not going to be the America-hating uh, women's soccer team.
3: Nope. Hope they lose. Hope they lose bad. You're not going to kneel for the national anthem on the world stage. So, uh, on the gold medal stand, don't want that happen, so hope you lose.
4: So, Wikipedia is beyond repairing, according to one of its founders. Don't we all Wikipedia with the uh, regularity? Every day. Uh, we have that coming up for you and, and a lot of good stuff. Stay with us.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
5: It was an error in a lengthy document to include this citation. At uh, the specific site, does not endorse, we does not rec- represent the administration's view, uh, and right, we, we don't can, endorse we end uh, the recommendations.
4: Hello, that was Jen Psaki's awful uh, attempting to disavow the fact that there was a link to a radical America hating Marxist organization in the big uh, education department, screed to schools. And it just occurred to me yesterday, I was thinking about it, her uh, play, though, just the very beginning of it again, Michael.
5: It was an error in a lengthy
4: document. To that include... is exactly the same as the idiot Gavin Newsom. We About...
0: had an early dinner.
4: It was an early dinner. It was a mistake in a lengthy document. No, it was a link to a radical America. It doesn't matter if the document's a page long or 50,000 pages long. How did it get in there? It was a length, an error in a lengthy document. Unbelievable. Anyway, we we're going to talk more about that today, but we got too much to talk about. So let's move along. Ironically enough, I've been reading about Larry Sanger on Wikipedia. He is the co-founder of said website, which I think most of us use all the time. He's also been uh, also been harshly critical of it for a long time. He's a fascinating guy. He t- t- taught uh, philosophy at Ohio State University. And- Didn't
3: know that. I don't know much about Wikipedia. I should know more. I throw the money every now and then because I uh, use it so often and I want it to keep going. And, um, And I've always felt like it's pretty accurate and pretty fair at this point because so many people have weighed in on so many issues over the years.
4: Larry Sanger doesn't think so, apparently. Let's start with clip 50.
5: Wikipedia allows anonymous contribution. And um, that means that uh, because it's one of the most... Uh, popular sources of information online there's a natural um, incentive for uh, governments and corporations, spies, even criminal operations to uh, basically learn how to play the Wikipedia game. So it's it's opaque to me now how it really works and what results is um, basically establishment views are the ones that you find pushed. Yeah and they have a, they've uh, completely abandoned the neutral point of view. Uh,
4: Larry Singer actually coined the name Wikipedia and wrote much of, much of its original governing policy.
3: And is he no longer involved or still involved? Uh,
4: that's correct. Yeah, he left them. He went to found something better, but it didn't really work very well because Wikipedia be, got in first.
3: Did he become insanely wealthy off of it? I don't know. That's an interesting question. Uh, clip,
5: clip 51. Uh, I don't know that there is a way to fix Wikipedia within Wikipedia. Um, It's an institutionally conservative place. Um, What I want to see, actually, is a new, basically, uh, knowledge commons, a network of all the encyclopedia articles in the world, collected together and made easily searchable, And if we did that, then we would not no longer have to depend on Wikipedia and we'd have, uh, especially if we coupled that with a rating system, then we would be able to, or multiple rating systems actually, um, that would enable us to find the best articles from our own point of view um, on every subject. And again, we would then be free of Wikipedia.
3: Well, I like we said, we use Wikipedia a lot. I use it practically every day, and, and I've read a lot of uh, long Wikipedia entries on a lot of things. And I rarely, I can't even come up with an example in recent years of where I thought, man, they're way out of line on this. What he calls intellectually conservative and the establishment view, I might call weeding out all the crackpot s." So that it's readable and doesn't take you, you know, you don't have to wade through way too much stuff to get to what is absolutely most likely the um, agreed upon truth.
4: Yeah, you could make that argument. I hear what you're saying. Um, I, I occasionally, when I'm reading about people or issues, we'll realize, okay, this is pretty heavily weighted toward a typical university student's point of view. Well,
3: I don't, you know, I don't, I'm i not thinking of very often when that happens. Sometimes when I feel like that, then the next paragraph, they've got the, you know, the, the counter to that. Mm-hmm. You know, because people on both sides, that's one of the great things about Wikipedia. It's been around long enough, and enough smart people that have enough interest in... You know they care enough about the legacy of, uh, you know Thomas Jefferson or you know, or this sports team or whatever that they monitor this stuff and they fight back against the other people to and and over time I feel like it's come to pretty close to uh, an agreed upon truth on these things.
4: How do you end up editing a page? Because our page is I crap. Don't know. I would like to spend half an hour straightening well, it out. On it's things, full of silliness. Yeah, but on things that don't matter at all. That's
3: definitely not true. And if you if you Wikipedia something, you know, a person that's not very well known or a big enough deal like us, yeah, there's all kinds of crap in there. I'm, I'm talking about big things. Like if you were gonna, um, off the top of my head, the the the, the 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 Tuskegee medical experiments that they did on black people i got to believe that enough people have weighed in on that, that what I'm going to read on Wikipedia is pretty close to accurate.
4: Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I'm I'm generally satisfied with it. I'm surprised that he's so uh, critical of it. Do we have time for that final clip, Michael, 52?
5: Uh, I'm embarrassed, to be quite honest, and I've said so for a long time. Um, I've been a a leading critic of of Wikipedia for over a decade now, and um, I've been trying... Various things to, to try to improve on it. And I'm sorry to all the people whose reputations have been sullied by, um, by what I, I got started 20 years ago.
3: Well, that's interesting that the creator of it is so bothered by it. And I think it's the best place to go for information quickly that I can generally count on. Do you, have you had any other experiences? Text line 415295KFTC. Can you give me an example of something that's way out of whack? 415295KFTC.
4: Yeah, I'm reading the Donald Trump page, just for fun. I good figured one. that'd be a good yeah, place to go no for kidding. prejudice. And it, it's definitely, uh, it leans uh, anti-Trump, no doubt. Uh, oversimplifications all seem to go in one way. Okay. Um, and I'll bet a lot of people have battled over that space. And it yeah, still I ended agree. up there. Yeah, a lot of it's pretty good, though. You know, it's, it's useful. It's not completely terrible.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Ten people were hurt in a Dippin' Dots factory explosion. No one was seriously injured, which is actually surprising. That stuff's like pastel buckshot. (laughs) The explosion happened when a truck was unloading liquid nitrogen, the substance used to flash freeze Dippin' Dots, into the building. Liquid nitrogen, of course, is the healthiest ingredient in Dippin' Dots. (laughs) I don't think I've actually, ever actually eaten the Dippin' Dots. Um, Why the shots at the Dots there, Stephen? My kids have, but I don't think I have.
4: I think I did ages ago. My kids got them, and I thought, eh, what the heck, it's a hot day, I'll give it a try. When I was ice cream.
3: When I dropped my son off at the airport last week, and he went to Austin, Texas, to visit a friend of his, because his family had moved to Texas, to escape the misery that is California. But anyway, he went to visit one of his friends. He'll probably be visiting all his friends in either Texas or Tennessee or uh, where some of the other places people go. But, right. um, uh, he gets back from Texas tonight, but when I dropped him off at the airport, they had a Dippin' Dots vending machine, which I'd never seen before, and a Lego vending machine. What? And I thought, that's kind of like how much I hate you putting candy bars next to the uh, register there at the grocery store. You're just making me get in the position of telling my kids to say no to something they really want right and uh, don't put a right. lego vending machine in the airport boy oh boy I mean, hey go to uh, go ahead sorry i was gonna say on one hand you know if you get stuck there you go you go buy some legos and they got something to do but nah there's gonna be more downsides than upsides
4: yeah yeah well they're just dangling temptation yeah anyway uh at armstrongandgetty.com some wild video of a car flying off a highway in front of a family it's, just, it's, it's terrifying it's crazy Plus a link to the hottest Olympic athletes.
3: Boy, this is the uh, worst clickbait ad we've ever done. That's some terrible clickbait. Watch a, a car fly through the air and the hottest Olympic athletes.
4: Yeah, Well, they are. Holy cow.
3: Yeah, oh, the German uh, runner is considered the hottest, af- the most attractive athlete in the world. And she has been for a couple of years now. Alicia uh, Schmidt. She she has millions of followers on Instagram, and, she, and she, she knows what she's doing. She's been marketing it this way for a long time. But she will make many millions of dollars. Doing eyeshadow and and uh, you know uh, shampoo for the rest of her life, no matter how
4: fast she runs. Sure, and and, and this American gym, uh, swimmer Caleb Dressel, he's built like a battleship. Holy cow, he's like the perfect specimen of manhood.
3: There's not even close to as much money in, be, in being a hot dude as there's a hot woman, though, is there? Nope. No, it, 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 but, well, it, here's where the women are—you uh, know—a uh, more uh, a more sentient beast than men are. Um, I don't think as many women are going to go to some Instagram page every day to see his new outfit today. That's just stupid. If you're doing that with your life, really, find something better to do with your life. If you're going to Instagram models pages to see what they're wearing today. I mean, it's just
4: sad. While I agree with you, I don't think at all that it's that women are more enlightened. It's just the way they're made. Well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's not a conscious decision. They're built differently. So... Then going to Instagram to see your favorite model's new outfit, is that one of your ten canots?
3: You're trying to transition
4: me into that? (laughs)
3: Yes. Uh, Came across this on, actually Tim Sandifer had uh, who we had on earlier in the show, and if you missed that hour, it was a really good hour. You can go to armstrongandgetty.com and grab the podcast. This is regularly attributed to Lincoln. though Lincoln didn't say it. It was some conservative uh, American religious leader from way back in the day who said it. The ten canots. And it's not really that interesting on how it got attributed to Lincoln, but it regularly is, like all the time. The 10 cannots. You cannot bring about prosperity. And you can, uh, these are available to discuss. Joe will discuss after any of these he finds interesting. All right. You cannot bring about prosperity by discouraging thrift. You cannot strengthen the weak by weakening the strong. We talk about that one a lot. Amen to that. That is, uh,. We have government policies that are uh, that are, are attempting to do that very thing.
4: Inequality is a gift. It proves that there's more. You can get more. You can be more. You can give more. You cannot help little men
3: by tearing down big men. Similar to a couple of the others. Yeah, yeah you cannot. He needed to have around number of ten. So some of them have a sameness. Uh. You know, if people were okay with having like seven commandments or whatever, you'd be you'd be better off. But they have, always feel like it's got to be around numbers. So you come up with a come a couple that are that are not that good. Fillers. You, you cannot lift the wage earner by pulling down the wage payer. Love that one. You cannot help the poor by destroying the rich. Mm. I agree with it. I'm just saying it's very similar to a couple of the other ones. <laughs> you hey, Lincoln. Or whoever you are. (laughs) Uh, You cannot further the brotherhood of man by inciting class hatred. That's a good one. Indeed. That's what we're trying to teach in schools now. We're going to bring people together by teaching us to hate each other. I'm not exactly sure how that's going to end up good. You cannot keep out of trouble by spending more than you earn. You cannot build character and courage by destroying men's initiative and independence. And he cannot help men permanently by doing for them what they could and should do for
4: themselves. Oh, amen to that.
3: And it's interesting that that caught on, you know, a hundred years ago and became very, very popular. And how many of those are so out of fashion and the exact opposite of what our federal government is is doing on a daily basis. It's wild,
4: isn't it? Well, there's a reason that it it became so popular and that sort of philosophy is, is expressed so often because it addresses a constant flaw in human character, a constant temptation. I. It is so much easier for me to tear you down than to build myself up. I mean, insults and, 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 and accusations or brutality can bring you down in a minute. Or is it would take months, years of effort for me to to lift myself up? So that's why it's so tempting to people. That it has been for a thousand, thousand years.
3: I get that because that's just playing on an emotion, and it's just you know you got you're angry that other people are more successful, you are envious or whatever it is. But people that are successful, so they don't. That's not envy involved with them. Most of the people that are involved in government are rich. How they believe that tearing down the top brings up the bottom? I, I don't understand where they come up with that. What's their uh, evidence of that ever having
4: worked? Uh, well, I, I think a lot of them don't believe it. Some of them do, absolutely. Oh, a lot of them sh- don't believe it. They're sh- spouting rhetoric. It's just a good way to get the the, the, the the people at the bottom to vote for you. A dude who tweets out my quotes, Joe Getty's quotes, it's a Twitter account, uh, do this one. There is no more than 10% of political utterances that are sincere, and I may be aiming high.
3: Hmm. So there's a Twitter feed called Joe Getty's Quotes? Uh, Something like that. Is it the same guy that is Jack Armstrong's head?
4: (laughs) Or Joe Getty's beard? No, it's a different guy. Uh, Let me see if I can find it. I don't don't know if he's still doing it lately. I don't know how quotable I've been lately. I haven't really paid attention. So we're big fans of the Dispatch around here, and you really should
3: check it out. Go to Dispatch.com. They are, they're anti-clickbait, they're, they're, it's a, unapologetically, I mean, they're out and proud, they're conservatives, it's a conservative news site, and they're all conservatives running it, but they're unbelievably fair, and not clickbaity and all that sort of stuff. Um, If you're a big Trump fan, they might be too anti-Trump for you, but um, one of the things that they've been really into lately is how few people are on Twitter, and they, they constantly bring that up. Because we're all including me, jerked around by Twitter into thinking a bunch of different things that just aren't true. Thanks Twitter. the number of people on Twitter is so small. It's a tiny, tiny fraction of the of the, of the electorate or human beings in America that are that are making us all believe these things. It's weird. Yeah. How long will it take for us to grasp that and, and, uh, and adjust accordingly?
4: Well, and it's it's the adamance, it's the the anger, it's the this is the most important thing in the world, and you shouldn't be thinking about anything else in nature of Twitter that starts to get to me. Oh, oh. I mean, if you focus all the time on divisive politics, you're going to be pissed off. Oh, starting with most people are,
3: are aren't on Twitter at all. Most people are not on Twitter. And then among those people who are on Twitter, it's a tiny, tiny percentage of people that are doing all the tweeting. So you combine those two factors, and it's like, you know, six people that are making us all yell at
4: each other. Right. Well, to my delight, I have discovered that the Joseph Getty quotes page is up and active. In fact, he posted not long ago. It's at Getty quotes. Uh, it's a good follow. He only has 722 followers. He deserves many, many more. But he posted what I said. I thought this was today that I said, Bill Bridges, not Walls. Oh, my unicorn pooped. Oh, no. Oh, good news. It's cotton candy. Unicorns poop cotton candy. Bill Bridges, not Walls. <laughs> so he tweets his favorite quotes from me. That's lovely. Thank you, sir. I'm, I'm honored. I'm flattered.
3: That's a good one. Jack Armstrong's head never says anything of any worth
4: whatsoever. <laughs> Old simple Jack's head. (laughs) Right. That's what I'm looking at right now. Our text line is
3: 415 295 KFTC. We'll try to uh, clean up what odds and ends we got and uh, end strong here. Coming up next
1: Armstrong and Getty. The
4: Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: So you got the protest going on in Cuba, which has largely been crushed, and uh, so that may have come and gone. It's hard to say. This happens a lot with these kind of countries where the, uh, the, the, the bad guys win. They uh, they round up and beat enough people, and it uh, goes away. Like happened in Hong Kong, China won that one. Iran has won several times. They're up against it again. Have they got more people in the streets? And the biggest threat they've had since the last time uh, when Obama was president. Um, you got people in the streets over the drought. And uh, government's failure to be able to handle that. And you never know. Hunger and lack of water are two things that will motivate you to, uh, to, to face a lot of fears.
4: Oh, yeah. They got uh, crazy anger in Iran right now and riots in the streets over water shortages and such. Yeah. Yeah. I, I certainly hope it gets
3: worse. Yeah. No kidding. Which is a weird thing to say. My um things are... Getting closer to school depends on where you live. We got a text today from somebody who said their kids are back in school in Arizona already. This has got to be part of the whole catching up from COVID thing, I guess. Sure, it's really yeah. early to be going back to school, but um, things are. My youngest is doing a robotics camp this next week. How cool! Yeah, he wanted to do computer coding and I didn't sign up fast enough. It filled up immediately, so I'll have to remember that next year to um, to try to somehow. I, I like that that's got to be good that kids are signing up for camps like that, I think. It's a more useful skill than a lot of stuff I learned at camps. <laughs> maybe not as fun, I don't know, or maybe as fun. I have no idea. Unless you get into an archery
4: fight, then you'll be ready.
3: Right, or you ne- really need to learn how to build make a billfold.
4: You just really need a wallet, <laughs> now you've got a wallet. And cheap, really cheap.
3: Um, it's kind of a test for him because he's, uh, he's my youngest who's never been to school, and it's a bit of a test. Can you go every day? We're gonna have to focus every day. It is pretty long camp, nine to two every day. Um, kind of a warm-up for school. I had him working with a tutor yesterday to try to because he's way behind on his reading and everything else. Then my other son, who uh uh is fine with the scholastic stuff, but he's gonna play tackle football this year, and this will be his first experience with the grind of that. And they start practices on Monday, and they have practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week for two and a half hours each day in the hot, hot sun wearing pads and uh, and and running into each other so I'll be interested to see how he handles that of his first real grind of that nature
4: yeah yeah well uh looking forward to hearing reports I'm really rooting for Henry in that camp sounds great robotics camp though come on i assume death bots is uh, is the theme
3: my so, <laughs> i don't know so my youngest son is 11 um and he's been asking already they both have been asking about when they can get a job so i've been asking around various places how old you have to be to work here like target do you think you have to be 16 um various places are 14 or whatever and i think you know there's a lot you learn from that my niece started working when she's about 14 15 and man she matured so much so fast i mean it was noticeable with her having a job but I started when I was fourteen, and I was asking my dad, "When can I start working? When can I start working?" I started working at fourteen, and I haven't had a summer off since. <laughs> and you know, once you, <laughs> once you do that, that's the end of that's well, it's the end of childhood. I haven't had a summer where I didn't work since I uh, convinced my dad to let me work when I was fourteen. And uh, do you want to start that that early? And I know plenty of people. I got neighbors who their their kids their kids are twenty three and still have never worked a summer. So. And, and, and don't seem to be any worse for the wear, so I don't have any, I don't have any proof that it, it, it benefits you, other than the thing with my niece, who she, she matured really, really fast having a job. But
4: Well, I lied about my age when I was 11. I said I was 12 and started caddying at a local golf club, and it was really good for me. It really helped me mature. Yeah, be, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm you know, I'm strong like bull. Yeah, I mowed lawns before I got the real
3: job starting at 14, where I was like having a social security number, and everything like that. I mowed lawns oh, yeah. for cash. But um, yeah, it, it definitely. And I got to admit, some of the kids that I know uh, who are 23 and have still never had a job are pretty immature. Yeah. But, uh, you know, what do I know?
4: Yeah, well, times change. You know, at age 23, they'd have been married with 10 kids. Uh, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they had two pairs of quintuplets, I guess. (laughs) No, they were with a couple of kids at that age, and that's not necessarily better. No. No. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know.
3: I don't know about the tackle football, though. That's a tough one. If you've never had a big person run into you really hard, and I don't think he has... Um, the first time that happens, I don't know what his reaction
4: will be to that. <laughs> yeah, I I was a little surprised, uh, you know, to hear that he was doing that. But you know, I,
3: I certainly pushed him that direction. I I have to I uh, have to admit, I pushed him hard that direction.
4: That's interesting because we've talked about uh, football and the the brain thing and you know, all lots and lots, and I never sensed that you were a big uh, get in there and scrape hit or be hit guy.
3: Well, he re- he lo- he loves the contactish sort of sports. The school he goes to, they allow dodgeball. He freaking loves dodgeball. And uh, he does really well at it. And most of his friends are going to play football. For whatever reason, Christians are bigger. The s- the public school he <laughs> <I> went to. <laughs> the public school he went to, he was one of the biggest kids. He goes to this private Christian school and he's one of the smaller kids. And just Christians are bigger. I mean, I've got the proof right in front of me. Evidently, all those times people pray, Lord, give me strength. He listens. Believing in Jesus makes you your bones bigger. Right? You, you get taller. I don't know how it works.
4: Evidence is evidence. You know, I was reading with interest this list of star players who have said, I'm not getting the vaccine in the NFL. And uh, NFL just said, well, if you don't get the vaccine, you get sick and you can't feel the team. It's a forfeit. You lose and no pay.
3: How much of that is the, the black thing? Uh, African-American men are the least vaccinated group out there. And we got a bunch of Olympic athletes that haven't gotten the vaccine. Is that also uh, got a racial component to it?
4: I don't know. I believe every single guy they quote in this article is an African-American. No, Cole Beasley's a white guy. And he's quoted. hear that echo in your head here's your host for final thoughts joe getty let's get a final thought from everybody michelangelo pressing the buttons in the control room michael final thought
0: yeah making my list here i got darts pool horseshoes and chest
4: these
5: are the olympic (laughs) sports that i could physically do
4: you said chest just to taunt me i did not i'm not leaping at the bait uh young alex is uh isolated because of the covid uh jack a final thought I wanted to play football and I played
3: tackle football one year as an eighth grader and I was tiny. Uh, I weighed 88 pounds and uh, I can still remember it because it uh, was one of the most injurious things to my brain that ever happened. Guy tackled me, uh, came running clear across the field. I had the ball, hit me hard, and uh, put me, like, knocked me out of bounds on top of some tires. He was the same size in eighth grade as he was when he went wanted to play Division I college football. He was oh. the same size, and he hit me full speed as an 88-pound eighth grader. I couldn't see straight. I couldn't think. I had a headache for like a week. It's probably the why, the, why I'm the way I am now. Oh, my, there's got to be
4: some explanation. Yeah. Uh, as long as uh, it's a football theme, I'll, I'll go with it. I loved playing football in middle school. I was pretty good at it. I was quarterback because I was a pitcher. I had a good arm. Then I get to high school, and the size of the ball got bigger. And I realized I have small hands. I'm slow and I can't jump. Then I found out, oh, golf is a fall sport? Why, how interesting. And that was the last time I played football. And nobody bashes you in the head in golf. Rarely ever. Almost Never. Yeah, We have that story a couple of weeks ago. Whatever became of that?
3: It was a pro tournament, and one guy ran and jumped on another guy's back and started beating him in the head. Oh, yeah. And it had something to do with their girlfriends or wives or something like that. Oh, so sorry to hear that.
4: Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another
3: grueling four-hour workday.
4: So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have all sorts of great clicks under hot links. You can email us if there's something we ought to be talking about. Send it along, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. And, oh, get yourself some AG g swag. So cool. We'll see. See you Monday. God bless America. Shut yeah! up! Wow. Well,
5: whose
3: bright idea
4: was it to put every idiot in the world in touch with every other idiot?
3: <laughs> so I want to take a thinker
4: that came back. It's <laughs> not hyperbole. This is too good to be true. It's just precious.
3: I will not be a party
4: to this bull
5: Hopsies on that? Yeah, buddy. We can come and have some fun.
4: This is not a kumbaya moment. You risible buffoons. Relentless negativity.
0: I love Bye. it
2: Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.